0: I think, you know, so many times we want to separate like business and or career and family. And to me, they should be intermingled. um, And I think we're scared to maybe pull some of the things we've learned in business or in our careers into the family. Um, You know, I, I even remember a story of somebody being resistant to putting on the calendar, a schedule of like, I'm going to spend time with little Johnny every week at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't need to schedule time for my family. Yeah. And r- really, really, I mean, if it's important, it's going to be on your calendar. And I think that there's resistance for that because we think that should become automatic. But the things that are important to you, you schedule in. Are you looking for freedom, freedom from the daily grind and hustle, or just finding
1: a way to live the life you always wanted?
0: Then join us on the
1: Investing for Freedom podcast.
0: Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast.
1: Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, Karen and I are gonna have a conversation around values and goals. And this is something that we've talked about a lot as a couple, but we really elaborated on this at a recent event that we spoke at, Brandon Turner's uh, Better Marriage Summit that was for his Better Life Tribe. Karen and I had the opportunity to speak on values and then do a workshop and it was just phenomenal. So thought we'd take a few minutes and just kind of recap what that looked like. Let's get into the show. So Kara, one of the things that you said and you recapped this in the intro too, but you've always said that we should be firm with our values and flexible with our goals. where did you kind of come up with that?
0: Honestly, I don't know. I think I just said it because we were talking about we were talking about goals and how goals can change, right? Yeah. But like our values shouldn't ever change. I mean, they can, like they can get more, I feel like they grow like deeper, if that makes sense. Like our values grow deeper, but really our values stay the same and our goals can be flexible. But if, you know, if you, I feel like values are the foundation. So if a value is the foundation, if you're building a house, that has to be the strongest part and it has to go deep. And that's where like, you know, where I'm saying they don't grow, they don't change, but they grow deeper. So your your foundation is just growing deeper and becoming more stable. And I think if your values are stable and you really are clear on your values, especially your values as an individual, of course, but especially as a couple, when you have aligned values, um, then the structure of your house, you can change and you could do all kinds of sorts, of, sorts of things, right? To that building, if you're thinking of a building, but really the building is like our goals. And if you want to build, a five-story building, you want a really strong foundation. So if you have really big goals, that foundation has to be really strong.
1: Yeah, and I think when we're talking about values, too, um, I don't believe that values change. I think just to kind of add on to that, I think we get clearer and clearer and clearer what the values are. Yes. Um. And and one of the things, and I think there's some segmentation on this too, because I think where maybe we get, you know, some somewhat confused on values too, is we might have some different values in our organization versus like our personal life. And I think that's where people tend to, people do so much work in their business arena around values, core values, and, and what do we believe in here? And even, you know, you and I've both worked with an amazing human, Dr. John. And when I first started doing values work with him, it was like, I had a lot of different values and they felt like kind of conflicting, not conflicting, but like, um, it just felt like it was a lot to narrow down, and the one thing that I started realizing is we were working on my v- values as like my family values and my values when it comes to business relationships, and and so I think that's another area where people get confused sometimes or or can say that my values have changed. I don't think your values changed. I think maybe you know the organizations or you know the par- the things that you were a part of maybe maybe the values in a certain organization changed or you left that organization. And so you feel like your values changed when in reality, I don't think your personal values ever changed.
0: Yeah. I think you just get more clear on what they look like and you can like reiterate what that actually means because sometimes, you know, you can throw out a word like faith and that can grow. Like your faith Mm -hmm. value can actually grow so much and just become deeper, right? Because, you have more, we're we're continually growing as individuals. So you have more of an understanding of what that means to you. And as you're living it out, you can see what it looks like when it's in full, um, in your life. So I think you're right. I don't think that they change. I think they just grow deeper and we get more clear on the words we want to use specifically for that, because I think really values are like a feeling that we want. They're a feeling that we want to have. They're an experience that we want to have with other people around us. Um, So it's just getting clear on what is that, what is that value that we truly, because you know we can think when you're first doing values and I think that this is why it's really important that you continually do values work even though they don't change because sometimes we think we want something but then we're going through life and we're like, oh, actually that's not my value. It's just something that I thought looked kind of fancy, right?
1: Yeah, I'm getting clarifying words like you were saying. So freedom. Yes. It's a great example. My podcast is Investing for Freedom. Um, one of your values is mayhem. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> no, that's it's not. <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> do not speak that um, over
1: me. <laughs> freedom is. It, this is the Investing for Freedom podcast, and so many people list freedom as a value. And what I realized is, like, what does that mean? Yeah. So that's a great example. I think that's one of the best, maybe overused words when we first start thinking about, like, what do I value? I value freedom, geographic freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, relationship, relationship freedom, freedom. Yeah. Like, what is what does freedom mean to you? Because when we say freedom is a value of mine, okay, there's truth to that. But what exactly does that mean? And that's the version of iteration that we're talking about is like, sometimes we'll start with the word freedom. Mm -hmm. Okay, but what does that really mean to me? And as we, you know, it could take years to figure that out, really. And so I think it's an important process. But so be, be firm with your values, flexible with your goals. And this is one thing that, like, it made a ton of sense to me because I think sometimes people say, you know, like, let's set a goal. And when you set that goal, like, you have to stick to it. Well, who decides that? And if your values are dictating that I no longer want that goal or I get more clarity on what it is, the goal should be flexible.
0: Mm -hmm. I think, you know... If, if you look back in your own life, and I know for us, there have been goals that we have set that got us going in the right direction. So that's why I love goals. Like there's no reason to not set goals because it gets you going in a direction that you need to be going in. And so there were some goals that we made early on in our life and in our in our marriage that set us on a true, like the path to where we are. And then once we got to, you know, I'm just going to say what one of those was, was we were going to take off a year when our like 2022 when our youngest was 18 years old. That was like a goal that we set because it was something that I desired um, when our kids were little and we were working a lot and we were swamped by our business and family and all the things. And it was something I really truly desired, and I expressed that to you. And so then we started making changes and shifting things around within our business because we knew, or you knew, that your partner wasn't going to let you do that at that point, and so. It kind of just set us on the path of taking a different direction. And then we didn't take that year off. In the end, we didn't end up taking that year off. And it wasn't because, you know, I'm still so happy we set that goal because it put us in the direction we wanted to go. But it wasn't something that I needed anymore. So I didn't need to fulfill that goal.
1: Yeah, and so tying it with values and goals, like goal was take a year off. And this started in 2012. And you said in 2022, want to take a year off so the ten year goal take a year off the value is reconnect our entire adult life has been you know having kids and building businesses the value is you know I value this relationship mm-hmm. um and and so the goal is take a year off the value is connection the reality is we never took that year off but like and I just want to kind of dissect this it was still a positive outcome because the value was have time freedom, have relationship freedom, have geographic freedom. And we knew that there's no way that we could take a year off. And so what that did is put us on a trajectory to build a life to where we can travel. We can work from anywhere. Um, We We could could take take a year off. Yeah, we, we could. We could take time off for the kids when we wanted to or whatever. So those are the values that drove the goals. But like you said, we never took the year off. So the the goal is flexible. The value is not. The values usually don't change.
0: Yeah, that the value has do. remained the same and will probably continue being a very strong value for us. It's the foundation, right? Like if you look, think of a building again, that is the foundation. Those values are the foundation. And you can remodel the house as many times as you want. Um, and then another thing is when your values are strong, when storms come, when hard times come, which they will because we're humans and we live in a human experience, um, when storms come and when things are hitting hitting up against when your values are in line, it doesn't matter because nothing can shake that foundation because you're so focused on those values. But it's important that you have aligned values with your partner and talk about what are our values so that you can remain on that same page. Um, because it doesn't matter if a few shing- shingles fall off or your whole house blows down because you can rebuild it as long as those values are still there.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting too, because what we were talking about earlier, like the values conflict, sometimes, you know, you could be part of an organization that has a value and goals. And, um, you know, one thing I wanted to point out, and I just throw this out for the audience, um, we have a new platform called Couples IO and starting to do workshops. And this is an entire workshop and process where as a couple, you can come in and get clarity on your values, get clarity on your goals, really break it down into actionable steps that you can take away and then have these regular check-ins. But what's crazy is we do this in our businesses. We spend so much time, you know, putting the plaque up on the wall. These are our core values and this is what we value. And we have all these annual meetings and planning and We have meetings every week where we're connecting with our teams and then the teams have meetings and we have scorecards and KPIs and all this stuff. And yet we don't do it in our number one most valued relationship. And that's one of the things that values are important, goals are important, but then once we define what these look like, having these, you know, some form of framework where we have a check-in is super important. And that's really what the couples I O, you know, process and program is. And if you're interested, we're going to be doing a workshop on the 26th and 27th of August. So it's coming up quick. Um, You can go to couplesio.com and get the information on that. Would love to have you in the workshop. But this is something that we're really excited about because it allows us to define those values, define those goals. But then I I think the important part is when we get those defined, staying in connection and communion around those, communion meaning conversation, around those um, things. yeah. So important.
0: I think, you know, so many times we want to separate like business and or career and family. And f- to me, they should be <laughs> intermingled. Um, and I think we're scared to maybe pull some of the things we've learned in business or in our careers into the family. Um, you know, I, I even remember a story of somebody being resistant to putting on the calendar a schedule of like, I'm going to spend time with little Johnny every week at four Mm o'clock. It's like, I don't need to schedule time for my family. And really, I mean, if it's important, it's going to be on your calendar. And I think that there's resistance for that because we think that should become automatic. But the things that are important to you, you schedule in and you put them in there. You know, that whole, I don't remember who is it, Stephen Covey that did the rocks where he put in the big rocks and then the little rocks filled it up. Those are I mean, family and your goals and the things that you're you're going towards are the big rocks. So bringing those things into your family and creating a system around it so that these conversations can be easier um, to have and so that you're staying and remaining on that same page. I just think it's so invaluable. So I think there there has been resistance of like bringing that in, because, but it's just a mindset because we think that it's going to devalue. It's actually going to add to your family. It's actually going to add to your relationship by having these um connections that you're happening happening weekly, right? Yeah.
1: And and having the container, if you will, to have the right conversations too. One of the things that we talked about at the Better Marriage Conference is, you know, um because we love date night and everybody should have a date night. But I remember like periods of time where date night would get kind of like a little bit crazy. We'd have these like hard conversations. And I think knowing when to have certain conversations, if if you don't get a date night, when do you get to talk? Like most people don't even have a date night where we get to just connect and just be with us. But the next thing that I would add is date night's not enough. Mm -hmm. We need to have another uh, designated time, which isn't easy and we need to be intentional about it. But you need to have another designated time where you can have the kind of preordained, pre-discussed conversations so that you're not having the, hey, money money's tight or whatever conversations on date night.
0: Yeah, or little Johnny's struggling in school, right? Um, yeah. All those conversations can have a place for them so that when you are on your date night, it is just fun and play and connection. And then you have those times where you're talking just about the more serious conversations, I guess we
1: you would call yeah. it. One of the things that I think we've been fortunate around is we have enough time and space in our life where I think we've been able to have room to some degree to have some of those conversations but still we didn't have like we didn't have like a container where you get to have like you know these meetings so like at, at in the business we have uh, employee reviews we have L- L10 meetings we have leadership meetings we have partner meetings we have financial meetings with our controller we have all these meetings but in our own life we don't and i'm not saying that your marriage needs 32 meetings but i would recommend at least two a date night and a weekly Uh, we call them uh, next level meeting where you can get together and really discuss some of the deeper challenges. And that's the stuff that we'll be teaching in the couples IO workshop.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I think it's going to change so many marriages and just keep people on the same page.
1: If you're interested in joining us again, you can go to Couples.io.com or you can text the word couple to 480-531-7519. This has been fun. Yeah.